CBS Radio. Tom Kearney here, AM 680 and FM 98.5. Make sure to check one button on each of the AM and FM lines in your car so you can tune in to WPTF and get the Tom Kearney Show, which comes to you uh, Monday through Friday evenings from 9 to 10. It's a little bit of live and in real-time radio, and it's a veritable potpourri of uh, topics. It's kind of like I like to say, if you don't like it one night, tune in the next night because it will probably be something different. We talked about uh, a great scientist uh, uh, last night. Uh, we talked about the economy on Monday night. We talked about uh, the movies uh, and television and, and uh, women in, in, in television on Tuesday night. And here we are tonight, and if you looked at the schedule, which we post on the WPTF website each Monday morning, it said on Thursday of this week we were going to have a nostalgia night. And indeed we are. That's our our cover word for a program that uh, can be very general, but it tends to look back on something and remember how it was and how it might have been better or worse or whatever. And it's uh, also a kind of a key to having at least one night a week, which I'm trying to do, of, of open phones when you can call in. Talk to me is what I want to say, sort of like Joan Rivers used to say. One of the ways that I have survived the last year uh, of the uh, of the viruses uh, and being told that you can't go somewhere, and at least part of the time I was, I was uh, in a recovery situation where I could, didn't really have nobody to talk to is, the, is the people calling me on the telephone. And once I got out of that, they pay, they called me on the telephone, except most of the time, well, they, they were still calling at home, and they still do. Well, I have about five or six friends that keep me sane, and you keep me sane at night if you call and answer our questions and tell your story. And that's what I want you to do tonight is to tell your story about the last year. One of the reasons the president was on tonight uh, was because this is the anniversary of the, the, the shutting down, the beginning of the shutting down. Uh, of everything last year when when uh, we would end up uh, with a lot of people being uh, uh, in a situation where they had to stay at home. In fact, people were advised to stay at home. And, and, and a lot of that was devoted to a period of trying to figure out what was, in fact, going on and what to do about it uh, and what could be done about it. And, and uh, there were varying attitudes, as you may remember, about how serious the situation was. Well, it turned out that it was pretty serious, and it would get more more and more serious. But what I want you to do is to tell me your story. And I can think there are two ways to look at this. Number one, uh, rather like we did last week when we talked about this same sort of subject, and that is tell me what you have done to make the days shorter, to make them livable. I, for instance, don't mind as much staying at home and, and not going out as some people do. I don't get cabin fever easily. I do get it, though, at times. But I've been able to use my time, and a number of my friends have. Uh, we've, we've talked a little bit, and uh, reading some of the books that we've piled up on our nightstand that we, we plan to read and, and uh, get some stuff like that. And I've cleaned up a few things and, and uh, stuff like that. Uh, that's on the positive side. On the negative side, I have uh, I have uh, missed. Uh, well, I, I missed. I was telling our, my producer John Sauter, I have missed sports. About this time last year was about the time the ACC tournament was about to begin. And although my alma mater has not done well in the tournament over the uh, last few years, I, I, I really enjoy basketball and I enjoy the tournament. And uh, it's something that's been there all of my life. And uh, I've always 
enjoyed, and I really enjoy baseball. One of the things I like to do at this time of year and through the summer is when we finish our broadcast is to go home and put my feet on my coffee table and watch a baseball game on the MLB network. And and when I'm home in, in the afternoon, I have one of those deals with MLB where I can listen to any game I want to listen to in the major leagues. And that's something I've been doing for about the last 10 years. And I used to do it uh, for just nighttime games when I could get them on the regular AM band. But the, the computer and the Internet has made it possible to hear all of them now. But uh, there weren't any Major League Baseball games for most of the season. I think they, instead of playing 162 games, they played 60 games. Just it had been there every 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 year in my lifetime. So there is a hole there. And I asked Tony Rigsby, my colleague and a person you hear on WPTF, what they were going to do in the record books where they just put down 2020 and there wouldn't be anything there. And there would be what the, the, the famous asterisk that shows up that explains why it is that way. So tell me what you did to make it positive and what may have been the things to, to make it make it negative. I have been thinking about... Uh, people who passed away, uh, of course, the 500,000, I think is the number they've said, but but where where there would be obituaries, it would indicate a service will be held later, and that, that those situations surely may, may have backed up a lot, and uh, I received, uh, well, I was talking to one of my cousins the other day, and my aunt, who died about a year ago, is there going to have a servant, I think of remembrance for her, sometime in the next couple of weeks, but... Uh, it, it, it was put off uh, because of, of the, uh, the situation with the coronavirus and the, the necessity for distancing, wearing masks, uh, the fear of getting it, uh, particularly with people who were, were older. So there, there's, there's a whole story here. You know, one of the things that, that if you do, do history that you look for is people who keep uh, diaries. One of the ways that... Uh, uh, Doris Kearns was able to write that wonderful book about Abraham Lincoln and his cabinet was most of the members of his cabinet kept diaries so she could uh, find out what they were thinking about what Lincoln now Lincoln did not keep a diary but uh, but it, the people around him did and they could find out what he was thinking and who opposed him and who did not oppose him and one of the things that historians worry about today is with all this electronic stuff that disappears into the ether as soon as it's over uh uh, not all of it. Some of it can be retrieved. Some emails can be retrieved. But it, it is going to be a lot of shortages of information and so on. But uh, we're going to have a, a shortage of information. And one of the things that you might have looked forward to otherwise is telling your grandchildren about the year of 2020 and the mysteries. It's been a kind of war, and it still is. It's not over. Some people think it is. Uh, apparently, the people in Texas think it is. And I just don't agree with them. Uh, I think it, it's the time we must be more vigilant than ever. We st must wear our masks. We must get our vaccines. We must distance ourselves. We've still got to wash our hands. But what I want is not what I'm talking about. I'm, 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 I'm teasing you by saying this is what I'm kind of looking for. I want your story, and everybody's got a story. And there must have been something that particularly affected you or frightened you or something that you would want to make a note of and you might speak about. And you know on this program you don't have to be bashful. All you have to do is dial 919-860-9783 if, uh, 
If you have letters on your telephone, 9783 works out to be the call letters WPTF, 919-860-WPTF. And so you are the guest tonight, and you are the person who has to come and talk with me. Uh, as I said, I have friends who have been talking with me, but today I have saved this time, and, and the person that I want to talk to tonight is, is the listener who has gone through this past year and wherever they may have gone through it. And there's any story they have is all right because it's their story. And it may be that you uh, have lost someone. It may be that uh, my sister took up gardening. And she's uh, apparently, I asked her about it, she's apparently doing all right at it. But it was something, uh, she happened to retire uh, just about the time the the pandemic came on and she had looked forward to being able to well, to go shopping and to go roam around and to come visit me and that sort of thing. And she could do none of those, but she took up gardening. Maybe you, like one of our listeners last week, have decided to clean out your pantry or your garage or whatever. But tell us your story. And don't don't be bashful. You've got to help us make this work tonight. So nostalgia tonight is for the last year, the missing year, 2020. 919-860-WPTF. We'll be back. Monday through Friday, 9 to 10, with a little bit of live and in real-time radio. And tonight is one of those nostalgia nights when the, the phone lines are open, and I want you to come and talk to me. And I found out these kind of things work better when they're not just come and talk to me about anything. What would you like to talk about tonight? But rather to kind of come up with a, with a subject that ties it all together. And the subject tonight is, what about the lost year? Uh, what about the, the, what did you do? Uh, if you were sequestered, if you had to stay in. I, I had the situation where I, most listeners know I broke my leg just about, well, at the end of February, and I had to be in a recuperating place for about three months. And and about the first week I was in there is when the uh, the anniversary, anniversary that we're talking about now occurred when everything was locked down. They locked the doors and Nobody could come in, not even Mrs. Kearney. She, she couldn't even bring me uh, uh, some, some clothes to wear and things like that and so on. And so uh, we mostly just talked on the telephone. And those, those are the people I'm thankful for is the people that talked on the telephone and, uh, and Mrs. Kearney calling me up occasionally and letting me know how things were going at home and how the cat was doing. But uh, tell me your story. I, and, and, and I sort of took a kind of an oath since I had talked to those people. And they, there, are, there are PSAs, for instance, that, that say that uh, uh, that being confined and not being able to comport yourself with your, your friends and so on, as you would regularly have done, is not good for you. So try to stay in touch, you know, send pictures, uh, talk on the telephone. And, I, and I've tried to do that, and I've found out it, it's mentally uh, helpful to me to, to do that, to talk to some old friends, to do what we're called checking in, and apparently they find it acceptable because they do it too, and we sort of trade back and forth on talking. If you have done that, that may, may be a story that, that you want to tell. Uh, and so well, what we're looking for tonight is your story. Uh, we're really kind of a, uh, a nation of storytellers. We got some of it, I'm sure, from the, from the Irish who like to tell stories, but other places, and, and I brought the Irish up because next week is St. Patrick's Day, and so next Wednesday night I want you to tune in 
I get to do, uh, I hope, my usual uh, meditation on the Irish uh, in Ireland and in America and, and sort of some of the connections, like the music and uh, uh, that uh, is sort of the same thing, uh, whether you're there or here. But we'll, we'll talk about that next Wednesday night. I'm inviting you to tune in next Wednesday night to WPTF. Uh, one of the, the stories that I, I got one story tonight, I usually use my producer, John Salter, to warm up on, and uh, he uh, met the lady that was to, he wanted to marry, and they were supposed to get married in the last year, and it, it happened sometime, and we won't go into that, but my point would be it, it, it was a different story than he had anticipated it being because of... Uh, the situation with the uh, coronavirus and the changes that had to be made and, and so on. And so uh, that's one of the things that has happened to a lot of people is that weddings have been postponed or the circumstances under which they were held has been altered and, and it's different than it would have been otherwise. But if you've got a story uh, that something uh, that you did, if it's something that you, you took up a hobby, for instance, uh, uh, knitting, or uh, uh, making furniture, or cleaning up your house, which is something you've been thinking about doing for years, but you finally decided to get around to it. And I know we've done a little bit of that uh, that kind of stuff, not as much as might have been done. And, and it's it's uh, difficult uh, in some ways to get things done because people don't move around as much, uh, and, and we're not expected to move around as much as they were before. In fact, we're encouraged not to move around as much because of the presence of the coronavirus. How have you how have you dealt with it? Uh, uh, I think uh, Mrs. Kearney goes to the grocery store about once a week, and, and that's about it. And uh, but uh, we uh, have resources. I have books to read, and I have uh, a, a computer. And the thing that's really nice about the computer to me is the ability to do all kinds of research on it and find out things that help me do these broadcasts. Von Humboldt, who was the subject of, uh, of our program last night, uh, one of the people, one of the scientists who helped create our concept of nature, uh, I knew actually not very much about him, but uh, before our guest William Kimmler showed up, I had a chance to do, do research, and I looked up and some other projects that I've been been wanting to, and I, I got a book in the mail today. One of my favorite mystery writers is a woman named Donna Leon, and uh, she's written a series of mysteries that take place in Venice, and they're they're very very uh, upscale and, and entertaining. And I got to, she usually one comes out about every March. In fact, when I went to uh, to uh, the rehabilitation center last year, I took one of them with me. And uh, the other one, uh, about one year later, arrived today on this. And one of the reasons, of course, we're doing this is this the, is the anniversary of the shutting down when they realized that the, the virulence of the coronavirus and that uh, they didn't exactly know what they were doing and that some, something needed to be done and they needed to focus on, on the kind of research. Uh, not that it all happened that way, of course, as we all know, but... Uh, there were some people working on, on the problem, and uh, and it still took a while, uh, but things did shut down, and I can remember they were uh, 
supposed to be closed down for two or three months. Uh, I know I, I made an agreement with uh, uh, someone to be a guest on the show, and, and it was all built on the fact that the governor of North Carolina was going to reopen some things. I believe the date was June 26, and uh, things had gotten worse rather than better, so it was not appropriate, and other things were, were being done. Restaurants were having to, to draw back. Uh, curfews were being enacted and so on. So uh, it's been a kind of an, an interesting year, and it's kind of like being in a war, and it is something, as I indicated in an earlier part of this program, where you would end up with the stories if you ended up being a grandparent to, to tell uh, your grandchildren or, or others, uh, well, you, you should have been here back in 2020 and seen what it was like then. And uh, that was when I was talking a little bit about having the diaries that people might have taken. And I wished I had kept a diary or some sort of book about and and noted the things that happened and, and the way that I responded to them. But generally, I've tried to take a positive attitude once I got out of the recovery place. Uh, one of the things that was nice was doing this program and being able to talk to listeners when they called in to answer questions or to answer a trivia question or something like that. So if, if you have your story, if you want to tell us what you've been up to, last week we had a really good call uh, from uh, the man that lives on the other side of the tracks, uh, uh, Lou. And he talked about it. He said, Tom, I'm glad you asked that question because I wanted to tell somebody. And he had apparently attacked a project in, in the field of entertainment that he had been planning to do for a number of years. But he finally had a chance because uh, other things that he might have been doing were closed off to, to get that done. And that is what he had done, and that's what he wanted to tell about it. And it was a, a good and entertaining part of the show. So don't be bashful if you've got your story. Uh, share it with us tonight and help me make this program work. Tom Kearney on the Tom Kearney Show on Thursday night, March 11th. I guess March 11th is going to be almost like, uh, what was it President Roosevelt said about Pearl Harbor? It will be a day or a time that will live in infamy uh, because it was on this day last year that, that uh, things closed down and people were advised to stay home and... Uh, and uh, not go out and not expose themselves or expose other people, and the process of beginning to learn how to live with the virus until the vaccines that apparently are are slowing it down and perhaps will stop it eventually uh, were, were being developed along the way. We we were promised those. Some reports uh, from people on high said that they were they were already there. They weren't, and they didn't get to us. Well, the assurance that they were going to be able to work until sometime right before Christmas, I think. If you remember that story differently, tell me. And if you, like me, miss the sports as much as anything, share that with me. I, I miss the basketball tournament, and then I miss the entire uh, baseball season last year. I've been a follower of baseball since I was about eight or nine years old, maybe earlier than that. I'm not really sure. But it's something that, that I missed, and it's a... It's, I have come back to, to to follow the teams that I used to follow now and discovered that a lot of the players that were there a couple of years ago have been traded or have retired or have gone away or, or something. So I'm having to renew my interest. Well, come talk to me at 919-860-9783, 860-WPTF. We're going to pause for the news. 
runs right uh, across P Street, and that's the way I approach it. I go down P Street and turn left from where from my home and go to uh, to uh, King's Auto, and uh, they'll they'll do what they can to keep your car in running shape. One of my cars is 15 years old and it runs like a top, and part of the reason is I committed myself long ago to finding somebody who I could trust with my automobile and committing myself to uh, to maintenance. And this is the time of year, for instance, when I want them to look at the filters, both those in the engine compartment and the cabin filters, uh, to make sure that they filter out. Uh, well, I heard the pollen was starting to pick up today. And uh, uh, so uh, uh, what I'm trying to do here is to recommend King's Auto to you. They're at, as I said, 1039 uh, North West Street. West Street is actually the street, and it's at the northern end of it, uh, pretty close to, actually, you can approach it at that end from Wade Avenue, as a matter of fact. Uh, it's a little tricky, but it can be done, and, and it's, it's worth giving it a try. But they're, they're the kind of people at uh, King's Auto who not only perform the normal servicing to the inspection when it is required, but look over the automobile and and tell me, with a spirit of honesty, uh, what needs to be done and to keep it running. I, uh, I'm familiar with telling the story of the fact that one of the mechanics put some air in my tire for me at my request, and he said, by the way, Mr. Kearney, your, your tires are dry rotting. You need to, to look into that. Well, that's the kind of thing I want. I would rather find out about it and, and uh, have a... Uh, preemptive strike is sort of what I'm interested in, and I don't want to be parked beside the road uh, in the summer, for instance, on an interstate with a steaming engine or whatever. So yeah, to keep your car running properly, King's Auto, I can recommend it. I have two cars, and they take care of both of them and without reservation. That's one of the things that you're looking for, I think, uh, is a good plumber and a good auto mechanic to keep things going. King's Auto is at 1039 Northwest Street in uh, in the edge of downtown Raleigh, as a matter of fact. Uh, our time at WPTF is uh, 9.39 now. John Sauter is our producer, and he told me during the break, I, I meant to report this before, that the, the final game of the four that were supposed to be played today uh, in the Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament uh, between North Carolina and Virginia Tech is... Uh, is underway. In fact, he was at halftime. I asked him to prompt me on the score occasionally. Uh, and I think he said Virginia Tech was leading the Tar Heels by three. And of course, there was supposed to be, in case you missed it, an earlier game tonight. There were two in the afternoon, two, two at night uh, between Florida State and Duke uh, was not played because Duke withdrew, uh, canceled their game because they had a, a, a case of uh, the COVID virus detected on some member of their entourage and so on. So they're, they're, they're out of it for, for this year and will not proceed. They had a slight opportunity to proceed to the March Madness. The Florida State, I think, will play tomorrow. If I've got it right, they will play the winner of the Carolina-Virginia Tech game. And, and then earlier today, I think Georgia Tech beat Miami and uh, Virginia beat uh, Syracuse, just barely, right at the last moment. So there's uh, a perennial in North Carolina, the basketball scores. And isn't it interesting that they're going to play the entire uh, uh, tournament, if I understand it right? And if I'm not, please call me and tell me so I won't be giving out bad information. 
in Indianapolis for what we normally call March Madness. So travel will not be necessary, and maybe it will not contribute to the spread of the coronavirus. So, uh, but at halftime, if John, if I remember what John told me correctly, it was Virginia Tech was leading the Tar Heels by three, and maybe we can give you another score before the night is over. We have asked you, I have asked you to join me and talk to me, so I will not be here alone, uh, talking to myself or to our audience, and then share the microphone and tell us what you have done that will be, is or will be a subject of nostalgia with regard to the year 2020. It was just about a year ago that uh, the uh, actions came that more or less asked people to stay at home to do things in a way that would not contribute to the spread of the virus. Uh, And while it was understood what was in fact going on and what could be done about it, and uh, it was when the when the uh, situation I think it was most severe feeling for a while, and and the greatest thrust to the economy when when restaurants and stores and places that would have been open to customers had to to restrict the times of being open and so on, and the economy. Dr. Mike Walden talked about this last Monday night when he was on with us that the economy was hit hardest back in last uh, uh, late March and April, although it is it has continued to be a problem for the economy. Uh, Tom, we have Henry and Raleigh. Okay, we'll get to Henry in just a second. Thank you, John. If you want to join us, uh, John is waiting, awaiting your call at 919-860-9783. One of the things that uh, we have done uh, to, to uh, hope out, help out just a little bit is one of my favorite restaurants is a restaurant called Lucky 32 and on Tryon Road in Cary. Just my favorite. Uh, and they uh, have curbside pickup, and uh, Mrs. Kearney and I, we would probably have enjoyed going and sitting down there, but what we have done is got, ordered our meals at curbside, and it gives us a nice little drive on Saturday and uh, get out a little bit and, uh, and a way to contribute our little bit to and it's the little bits of contribution that, that help uh, to keeping uh, this restaurant that we enjoy, a small business, afloat. You you can join us. Tell us your story. Tell us what you've done. If you've done something positive, if you've developed a new hobby, if you've started uh, crocheting with something my mother would have done. She she liked to crochet. And if you promised to have children, there, were, there would be crocheted booties. Uh, all around. Uh, that's one of the things I remember most fondly about her. Uh, uh, in any event, uh, Henry, I think, is on the line. Henry is in Raleigh. Is that right, Henry? <clears throat> yes, sir. This is me. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm I'm doing uh, fine. Thank you, Tom. Thank the Lord. How about you? I'm doing fine. And just to show you that I've been paying attention is that you, you we've talked about this subject before, which does not mean, by the way, that we can't talk about it tonight, but I I think you had indicated that, that you'd be glad when this was over so you could go back to church. And uh, the other thing was that you had read a lot of books that you had wanted to read, but I hadn't had time to read them. Am I doing okay? You're you're amazing. Uh, you have a memory like a steel trap, and I would not have, I would not have remembered that if I were you. Uh, but, Tom, one thing I'd like to mention, too, is that, um, <clears throat> you know, during this... Uh, 
uh, isolation period, I've had to figure out ways to uh, do things that we ordinarily do by, say, driving somewhere or just, you know, easily take care of, like, Voting last uh, in the last election, that was quite an ordeal. Um, and um, other things like renewing your um, your registration card for your car every year, you know, you have to find new ways to do these things so that you can avoid uh, being in contact with people. But um, the uh, reading has been my, my, basically my salvation during that time. Do you, uh, well, well, number one, you, if you had listened to, you should have listened to the Tom Kearney show earlier because, you know, that's one of the reasons that I, well, it, it made it easier to me that I bought my registration. And, uh, in fact, I got some new plates, the actual new metal this time. But wow. I got them, got them, uh, uh, well, I ended up ordering the uh, thing on, on the computer. And it, it took, oh, five minutes to do it. And it was a lot easier than going over and standing in line. I used to go to the Motor Vehicles Bureau's place on uh, on Newburn Avenue, as a matter of fact, yeah. and, and, and other places. There was one at the Colony Shopping Center, and there used to be one in North Hills. But I stood at the Colony Shopping Center uh, with a cane one day, could barely stand up for about an hour, and I just said, I'm not mm. going to do this anymore. And, uh, no, no. <laughs> and, not at all. And... May I say one more thing? Um, I believe that actually it has been during this pandemic year when I became aware of your program on the radio, and I started listening to that, you know, every time I could, every time I got a chance. So that has been a help to me, too, to listen to other people, including you. Well, that was that's what I was trying to say at the beginning, is that one of the things that I thought, well, Tom, your, your program can be a kind of a service because it, it will be people talking, and, and on certain nights they can call in and talk themselves if they want to, and, and that's in fact yeah. what you're doing tonight. I, I slipped by your reading, and I do, don't want you to go yet, because I, uh, I won't, we, we're going to need to take a break in a moment. These calls always come at interesting times. But do you read? You, I know you're a reader, but do you read anything particular? Like, I got a new mystery today, and I... And I there's certain certain writers. I don't like all mysteries, but uh, certain writers, particularly British writers, that I enjoy. What I read is mostly history um, and um, history and some religious books. And um, I'm sort of an eclectic guy. I like I like to read a lot of different things. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, just to see. I got a book today that has. It's not mainly about him, but he's mentioned it. And it's a guy I've always been interested in. You mentioned reading religious books. Have you ever read a book about, or do you know who Thomas Merton was? Thomas Merton, if I'm correct, was a uh, Roman Catholic priest, and um, he was a monk. <laughs> and um, he uh, lived in America, though, and uh, he was an inspirational writer for the, he was a, you know, a, uh, Apologist for Christianity, but I think he died a tragic death. If I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken, he uh, was electrocuted while shaving with an electric razor. I don't know about the shaving electric razor. What I seem to get out of it, but you got you you got it 99% right. Is that he went to plug in a cord? He was in Thailand. He was going to a conference and he electrocuted. It was a bare wire or something, and he uh -huh. was grounded and. I don't know, but he was certainly electrocuted. Exactly how doesn't matter. But you, we're both on. We, we're both right. It's, I'm not 
not challenging at all, but he, he, he did uh, had an unfortunate death. But I've always been interested in him. I got interested in him in my freshman year in college. I went to a used book sale in the library. You know how sometimes they get all the books that aren't being checked out a lot and sell them off? Well, one yeah. of his books was one that I bought. I think I paid 15 cents for it. I still have it, and it started me being interested in him. But uh, but it, the book I got today is not about him directly, but he's mentioned in it a lot. And so I'm going to need to go. But I, I, I you you said you've become one of our listeners, and I, you are officially welcome to the WPTF Tom Kearney uh, radio listening family. If I had a card, I'd give it to you, but I don't. So. Well, thank you very much. I feel like I've made it now, and I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> You're nice to say that. Thank you very much, Henry. Good night. And uh, Henry is, is a member of our radio family. In fact, everybody that wants to be is a member. We we don't have any any bars, uh, you know, anything to keep people out. Uh, I just think of what Groucho Mark said about uh, I've always been wary of clubs and uh, fraternities and things like that because and I'm, I sort of agree with Groucho Marx that he never wanted to belong to a club that would have him. And uh, and uh, that uh, seems to be a, a good way to think about it sometimes. But the WPTF uh, listeners and Tom Kearney Show listeners family is wide open. And uh, we're going to pause right now. We still have time for one call at least. When if you if you can dial up quickly enough, uh, we'll have that right after we take this break on WPTF. Long. We had a nice conversation with Henry, and I have enjoyed talking with you tonight, talking to you, and in some cases with you about uh, the last year. Uh, it was about it was on this date about a year ago. Well, not about it was a year ago that they began to shut things down, and this is going to be, if not the mystery year, the, the sort of mystery year or the special year, or however we we would type it. I do want to tell you since we didn't do promoing tonight. Uh, that tomorrow night, Friday night, will be Friday night trivia night, and we hope you will join us for that. I think my, Stephen, my brother, is going to be with us next Tuesday night to talk about the nominations for the uh, Academy Awards for the Oscars. That will They will be actually released on Monday, but we'll get him to explain some of the changes that have been made and how they're going to award them, particularly with movies uh, that are streaming movies only or streaming part-time and that sort of thing. So that's uh, coming up uh, on, and Dr. Funkhauser will be with us next Thursday night, or a week from tonight, with another chapter of uh, of those people who have passed on but deserve to be remembered. We'll join you tomorrow night following the news.